Welcome everybody to another episode of Mimic, the marketing for mortgage podcast where marketers who are in the mortgage business talk about, well, you guessed it, marketing. And uh, I have with me one of uh, the most unique individuals I've talked to in a long time, uh, Christina Moore, who has, uh, who currently is the social media compliance manager for PRMG, uh, just down the road from me in Corona, California. And uh, Christina is has had a really fun and unique career, dealing a lot with SEO, was the social media director for PRMG, and now she's landed in the most unique world of all, which is compliance. Uh, so gosh, Christina, tell me, how did you even fall into compliance? Because it's, I don't think it's something that most people really grow up thinking, oh, you know what, I'm gonna be in mortgage compliance and marketing. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> You know, it. I think because uh, doing social media for so long and being connected um, to all of our, a lot of our employees online and seeing their engagement and seeing them share our content, just looking at their profiles and and then um, being able to let them know, hey, you're missing your NMLS or you're missing this, or you're missing that on your profile. Um, I kind of got good at it, and so um, you know, I just end up. After 10 plus years of doing, being a social media director, it was, you know, natural progression just to kind of move into compliance. Well, I'll tell you, the compliance world, and particularly with mortgages, is ever-changing. So it's a very unique and dynamic um, uh, portion of the business to be in, right? And so it, it's cool that you've, you've kind of found that niche. And I know I know a little bit more about your background than maybe our average listener here, but uh, I think it's 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 indicative of the fact that you are so well-rounded and so knowledgeable about all things that uh, this is a, a position of high trust, I would say, for a mortgage company to have somebody uh, really be watching out for not only just the individual loan officer, but the company as a whole. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you're, you're concerned about today in terms of like looking out for your loan officers or for PRMG as it relates to compliance? Like what are you, what are you kind of always looking for or um, concerned about? Well, one of the other things that I do for PRMG, and I've, I've been doing this as part of being social media director, is um, listening to what is being said online. Online reputation management, that's a huge thing for any company. You know, at the end of the day, what's being said about you online can either help you or, or, um, or hurt you. And so, and what our loan officers are saying or what someone else is saying about our company is, is, is vital, you know, to growing a company and expanding that digital footprint. And you know, making sure that you're the recommended lender in that area. Yeah, well, and you have a deep bench of knowledge in that aspect. Talk to me a little bit about that. Like, you know, I, I know you you've dealt a lot with not just social media management, but also that reputation management and helping loan officers really find that maximum exposure. Um, let's go back to like I think you know what you were sharing with me earlier is you know back in the early 2010s, really, right, or even before that. Um, yeah. about SEO and, um, you know, search management and how does that, you know, talk to me a little about what you did then and then how that is applicable into your world today. Well, you know, 2009 is when I started this journey. Um, I started working for a loan officer and, um, just trying to set him up in the local search. I didn't really know anything about it. I didn't really know anything about social media. I kind of went to the school of YouTube and learned everything and just taught myself stuff. And uh, it was really easy back then. You know, Facebook was brand new with the business pages and and getting followers and getting uh, ranking high was really easy for keywords because most businesses didn't do that. Um, but how it's evolved over the years is 
they've got people have gotten smarter. You know, there's SEO people that just do SEO and they're trying to get those keywords out there. And so it's it's a lot harder today to rank organically than it used to be. But uh, some businesses are still missing the key element, which is, you know, your reputation and gaining reviews. Reviews help you rank higher than anything else you can do. You can do paid ads all day long, but at the end of the day, if you're not managing your reputation, you're not managing your online profiles and adding content, and um, you're you're going to fall behind in the search. And so that's how it's kind of changed. It's kind of evolved um, over the years. Again, it used to be easier back then, but now it's it's a little bit harder. It's a little bit more challenging. And I'm actually surprised. I've done a few audits and. Um, there's a lot of companies that are not even managing their reputation. They're not managing their local search. They don't feel like it's important. And, you know, that's maybe why their phone's not ringing as much as it could be. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's definitely, you, you bring up a good point, that reputation management, your, your local search, um, your social media presence, these are all things every LO and every company, small business, mortgage, uh, you know, your local restaurant, a financial planner, everybody needs to be thinking about these things, right? I mean, and you can't let any one of them drop. You have to be thinking about this holistically and figuring out what's your overall strategy of how to have, you know, be the top of the search, be the one that gets viewed in your newsfeed more often on Instagram. You know, um, it's, it's wild, but, you know, I think one of the things you know, that's, that's, you mentioned a lot of things that have changed since 2009 and it was a lot easier then, um, is, you know, especially more recently, we've noticed that with a lot of the, the, especially in California here, our privacy laws have become overly egregious to, to adhere oh, yeah. to. And it's, it's hurt a lot of people in that search or targeting. So what say you about this? Like in terms of, if you're a loan officer, um, you know, how do you stay relevant, stay searchable, stay viewable from prospective clients that maybe you're maybe not you're connected with already? You know, one of the best things anybody can do is is um, you know, social media is about being social, right? You can't use it as a one-way street. Groups are a, a such a big thing now, and just maybe even joining some groups, your local groups in your local area. Um, you know, sharing your advice. Social media should be a blend of you know, eighty percent sharing things that are relevant, getting people a reason to follow you, not just a one-way street where you're just auto posting stuff out. You know, there's a lot of companies that just want to auto post content out and they don't want to, they don't want to spend the time in even responding to reviews or responding to comments or sh maybe sharing content over from, you know, their, their own, their own staff, their own internal staff. So what an LO can do is join those groups and start giving that advice it you know it's funny i, I actually did a, a linkedin video um a couple months back i was in one of my local groups and i'm not even a licensed lo and this person just asked a simple question like i really want to buy a home but i don't know i'm really scared i don't know about credit and whatever else and all these people were doing and it was mostly real estate agents all they were doing was call me call me call me no one was giving her advice they were, weren't answering her questions People were saying like following, interested to, I just started answering questions. I just started giving them general information, not sales at all. And I ended up picking up like two or three leads and giving them to our internal team because I was trying to sell, but because I was trying to give them that sound advice. And that's the thing is like, you know, your business better than hiring a marketing system, right? And so, and you know, your area. So sharing things that are, that are related to the industry, sharing content that's in your area and also, you know, giving um, giving advice for free, not expecting anything in return. That's what they can do to help themselves 
uh, reach that targeted audience and get their phone ringing. Wow. You, you dropped a lot of knowledge bombs right there, Christina. Uh, so let's see if I, if I caught them all and, and you can add some here to me because targeting and you know, Facebook ads is, is a lot more difficult. Now your suggestion is get into your local Facebook groups. I, I know like here in my town, they are so active and people are talking about homes, about mortgages, about where to get the best tacos on Tuesday. Like you yeah. name it, they're talking about it, but be part of that community, be part of that digital community and give free advice and but be present and be authentic about it and that's how you get your hyper local target of people that you want to do business with and by the way one thing we haven't talked about yet is that's where all the agents are because they're trying to do the same exact thing and i think that real estate agents do a lot better than loan officers about working in their target market but if you're the loan officer that's in there sharing that information like you did christina well who do you think all the agents are going to want to work with they're going to want to work with you as the LO because they see you as the knowledgeable expert in their area where they're trying to get business and they can partner with you, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's true. You you could spend all your money on ads. And ads are ads are really difficult especially on Facebook now. Facebook has, you know, if you're not checking off different um advertisement disclaimers that they want you to check off like housing or whatever, they're going to flag your 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 ads and they're not going to be seen. And if you don't you're not smart about your money. You're just going to waste your money on ads and you really drill down your targeted area and you have to watch it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're still, I mean, we found that we haven't gotten a, a, a lot of good leads that way. It's better to just organically just make, you know, make those relationships online, connect with people, let them see that you're real. You're not about sales. You're about helping people. And that's going to draw in the business. You know, that's so, you, I couldn't have said it better to myself. And, you know, the one thing that I want to really hit home on is that you do need to be authentic and you need to not be salesy. And earlier you mentioned, you know, don't just do all this, the auto posting of just the same crap everybody else is putting out. But I will say, I do think there is some value to it. I don't want to discount, you know, the auto posting altogether because in a lot of cases, those posts, they don't get good engagement, right? But what they do is if you use them in moderation, right? You use them to be consistent, have your face and your name out there all the time, but don't expect to get business from uh, putting out, you know, the mortgage tip of the day, right? No one's going to like it. No one's going to really comment on it. Maybe some people will, but people, you'll get the likes and the comments from the other things. Then when you pick up the phone to call that individual or they respond to them like, man, you know what? I do see Christina all the time. I see her message and, you know, her name and her face and, that she is a lender all the time. And I think that's what those auto posts do is this just that that name, that brand recognition, you know, there's the old advertising adage that, you know, there is this, the, the term frequency, right? You need to be seen seven times before anybody actually knows who you are or your message before they, they it clicks with them, right? So if you think about that, just being shown so many times, it helps you kind of jump that angle a little bit. You agree? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree because auto posting is important and you know there's a lot of tools out there that will tell you the best time to post facebook has them too and it'll say this is the best time to post for your audience you can plan stuff out for a week i think it's a good thing to have content i think you're right you have to be consistent my my old boss used to say it's like a goldfish you got to feed it right so <laughs> that's good able to have that that content out there you also want to remind people what you do so like what i when i would do my trainings i would always tell the LOs, i'm like Post on your business page first and then share it, trickle it over to your personal page because 
If you're constantly posting on your business page or your personal page all about business, first of all, Facebook, that's against their terms of service, so they can flag you. But people are going to turn that off. They're going to tune you out. You want it to be like our auto marketing campaigns, right? Where you send those flyers out or you send those postcards out once a month. You just that reminder like, hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm a, I'm a lender. This is what I do. And especially when there's big things in the industry that take place, like the mortgage um, interest rate, you know, it, the rates are low or, or the MIP drops or whatever it is, you want them to be able to know that. And you, and you don't want to, if you're, if you're constantly talking about sales and all this stuff, they're going to tune you out. And so it's better to have, you know, your business page is great because you don't get as many eyeballs there unless you're sending people there, but you can do things like pin post the top. You can figure out when you're going to post stuff. There's, there's a lot of advantages to having it, but it's also separates your business life from your personal life. And it makes it more of, you know, when I see something from somebody that I know does something in, some, in a certain business, when they're posting something once in a while, I'm paying attention to it because I know they know what they're talking about, you know, versus someone else that I may be following that that's all they do is use it for business. I, you kind of lose that, I think a little bit. So I do believe in auto posting. I, I do agree with you. I just don't think that it should be, that's how you should use social media all the time. Agree 100. It, it's it is part of the strategy. It is not the strategy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just that. Yeah, you're so right. And I think that the uh, and, you know particularly like you know we're talking a lot about Facebook, but particularly the Facebook business page. You know, people don't really love them. You know, it's like I'm no. not, I don't follow loan officers on on. Well, I do because I'm weird and I have a lot of friends in the industry. But um, you know, your average consumer is not going to follow your business page. So, but. What it is good for is when you are engaging with people in your community and you're connected with them as friends, they're going to see that. And if they're interested, you know, if you do give out that good advice about, you know, refinancing your home or getting a construction loan or whatever the case is, it's almost like your digital resume. You know, here's the information about me, about my company, my reviews that I have on there. So when they come there, they're going to feel validated that you actually do know what you're talking about. And so treat it as such, right? Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is Facebook had a change too. They used to have news feeds before. So it was kind of like how your personal page has a news feed and then they kind of got away from it and then they made it difficult to find. Now they're really pushing it again. So it's nice about it is you can follow other business pages and be communicating with them. And you know, the more time you spend on any social media platform, no matter what it is, they're going to reward you and help you in, you know, help you in the search because you're keeping people on their platform, right? So if you're only on there bouncing around just a few minutes here and there, don't expect your content or yourself to even be seen anywhere. You, you know, it's those people that actually spend the time on there and, you know, are trying to get people, other people to stay there, if that makes sense. Yes, no, it, it, it totally does. That, that's awesome. Okay, going crazy over here. Um, awesome. Thank you. So how about from a, you know, a compliance angle then, what should I be concerned about as a mortgage company? Um, you know, so, all right, let's just, let's, let's throw this different scenario out there. I'm a mortgage company. I have just had a laissez faire kind of let it go mentality with social media. And I'm starting to get a little worried that maybe my officers are saying things that are going to get me in hot water, or I just don't even know what they're doing out there. Um, what should I, what should I do? What should I be concerned with? What should I be looking at? And what is, what are the first couple of things I should be doing to like set up a strategy to, uh, keep things whole? 
Well, you know, it's a lot of it's training and getting in front of them in the beginning and letting them know, especially in orientation, you know, orientation time is a great time to train them and let them know this is what you need to do to be compliant. You, I always tell them, I always start by saying, Google search yourself, make sure your stuff's updated. But then as far as like posting goes, this is how we do it. Make sure you're adding, you know, you want to have the equal housing logo or the words equal housing lender on there. You want to have, if you're, especially if you're putting a logo on it, on an image, um, you want to make sure you're doing all these things. So you want to get all that stuff across to your, um, your employees. So whatever your strategy is, whatever your, um, lack, I'm trying to think of the, I'm losing my the social media policy. Yeah. The Paul. Yes. Yeah, thank the you. Policy. The company policy is you want to make sure you have a sound policy and you're training them on that. And I think it's just constantly doing that is, is getting that in their head. Like, this is what we need to do. They need to learn the procedures of if I'm going to be posting something or creating content, I need to go to my marketing department. I need to go to my compliance department, find out what it is that I need to do there to be, make sure that I'm being compliant online. The other things putting in place is, you know, monitoring systems. There's, there's, um, there's manual, com there's companies that does ma manual searches. There's companies that do automated searches. You kind of need a, um, a combination of both because some companies, um, you know, they just do that front end. Let's see what they've got out there to make sure they're compliant, their their um, online presence, but they're not doing that day to day search. And so you have another company maybe that can come in and do keyword searching, or they're um, they've got a product that they're using that they when they go to po auto post out. In fact, you guys have that product. It, it's it's um, this is hey, you may not want to say this. This is could be a trigger term. You don't want to say that because honestly, some of them don't know. I mean, we've flagged some and we're, and we're like, this was a post you shouldn't have put out there. And, and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. And they just don't know. Some of it's just education, especially if they're new in the business, they have no clue. And so I think training, having procedures in place, and then monitoring, those are the, the key things that you need to have in place, any company. That's awesome. Yeah. I think having the, the number one thing I think that companies fail to do from the start is have a strong social media policy, right? Yeah. You know, what are like, and decide, sit down with your in-house or external legal counsel and decide, okay, do I have to, you know, cause this is always a big debate. Do I need to have my NMLS number on every single post? Or can I just have it on the top of my Facebook business page? When do I have to have the equal housing logo? When do I not have that? You know, figure that out. What is right for your company, what you want to do. And we're not, I'm not going to ask you what is the right thing to do because we, you know, it, it's always, it, it, it's changing. Well, it changes. Second yeah. of all, um, you know, everyone's got their own opinion on it. And the unfortunate circumstance is that the law is not cut and dry. You know, it's, it's like, it's very gray. It is. It, it, you know what, being in this industry now, I did, I have learned that now I'm really, diving in deep with the compliance, there's a lot of gray. There's, you, you go to look up something you think would be easy, as easy as equal housing logo, do I need to have it on everything? And you can't find it. You can't find that answer. So it's basically becomes a company policy. Do I have to have that? As far as the company's concerned, that's what you have to decide. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that, you know, just, and, and I'm not a legal or compliance expert, but I've got a lot of friends who are, and I play one on TV from time to time. Not really, but um, you know what they. <laughs> I was like, let me know what show that is. I want to. No, I don't. <laughs> Although I think I'll be perfect typecasted for that. Um, but uh, you know, if knowing that you know, having talked to a lot of companies that have gone through audits and exams from their state or, or federal regulators, is 
these these examiners they they're normal people right and they they respect that the law is pretty gray what they're looking for really is that you guys have put some thought into this you have a policy in place and you have measures in place to follow those rules a company-wide right and so i think you mentioned you know having um proactive compliance in place so that your loan officers know what they can and what they can't do have regular training having um you know reactive compliance to be able to like you know scrape the internet and see what's out there and make sure that you every you are catching everything that's out there um those are the big four things that every company should be doing and if you if you need technology to put that in place and i would say everybody does because you don't want to manually do this because when you have a manual process like i, I talked to a lot of companies that say Oh yeah, everything that any law officer ever wants to post, they have to send the marketing first, then we send the legal, and then they come back and say it's okay. And by that time, they've missed the news cycle, right? Oh yeah. And no loan officer ever wants to go through that process. And nobody internally wants to do it either, right? But no. being able to cut through all that junk um, is, is so helpful because social media is all about consistency, about posting regularly and being authentic. And so if you if you have measures in place to allow your loan officers to have that creative flexibility that's that's golden for them and for you yeah and i think retention is another thing i forgot to mention and that's you know you have to keep those records because if you get audited you need to be able to prove that you have something that you've been keeping you know you've been keeping track of all this stuff um you know i think it has to start from a company from the top level though i think it has to be what are we going to do and what are we absolutely not going to allow and what are we going to be like okay it's a we're we're a little bit give and take on that depending on the situation so you it, it has to start really with the company the the top level and then work its way down it can't be you know one department decides something and another department decides something and then you're and then you're just like okay now i'm going to go through an audit and we don't know you know um it's 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 crazy the compliance world just getting in it i was really surface level when I was doing social media, the director part of it. Now that I'm in this and just watching, I'm, I'm watching YouTube just, and I'm talking to people, I'm connecting with people on LinkedIn and I'll ask them just some direct answers. Like, Hey, I, I need to know this because it's just confusing to me because it doesn't, it just seems like there's too much gray and they don't even know. They're like, you know, a lot of it depends on the regulator and you know, all like you said, you just got to do those steps and then, you know, hope for the best if you do go through an exam. Yeah, you just gotta prove it. I think that's the best yeah. thing. About it. Just prove yeah. that you're trying. And yeah, prove that you're that's trying. That's all you gotta yep. do. It's that easy. <laughs> Except for not, but it is. So we talked about training earlier, and I want to kind of wrap up with this: is is talking about, um, you know, and a lot of having control over your loan officers, and you know, in a, control is the wrong word, um, but you know, making sure they're doing the right thing is is about training and what have you seen that works really well you know training loan officers whether they're new or old um as or new to the company or they've been around for a while to make sure that they are being compliant with their advertising with their with their marketing activities with their social media what do you what do you recommend you know it's it's i i just want to go back to training and and you know one thing that you talked about earlier about having, um, you know, posts come in and they have to, it has to bounce around all these departments to get approved and they're, and they're done. They're frustrated, right? If you can have a CRM in place and you have content that your marketing team has already put together, that's compliant and it's ready to go. That's like key really, because that gives them, you know, a lot of the loan officers, 
they don't have the time to put something together. And if they do, it doesn't look that great. The branding is off, right? So if you're giving them a bunch of different content that's already compliant, you really want to get them to do that. And so training and letting them know and giving them the, and being open enough to, for them to be able to say, Hey, I, you know, I had this flyer at my old, comp- my old company and it worked well, or what do you think about this? Or, or having updated products um, and those kind of, that kind of marketing material is key. And I think that helps a company stay out of trouble too, because then that company is sharing, they, they can assure that their employees have enough stuff that they're sharing, that they're not out there creating their own stuff. And that, that kind of takes away a little bit of the risk too. So I think the more content you can provide them, the um, lower your risk is going to be, if that makes sense. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Well, yes, it's, it's all about risk and what you're willing to take on. Um, let's talk about risky, risky, tricky LOs, right? You know, you've got some of these, you got some of these older ones that, you know, they're, they're especially tricky and, um, it's not because they're trying to be, um, they're, they're just, they're out there doing their business the way they've always done it. And, you know, when they're get asked to change their business model, it can be difficult. Um, but like, can you teach an old dog new tricks? And if so, how, like, what, how do you get people on board with this? Well, you know, it's funny. I just had a gentleman that I did a social media. I have a troubleshooting social media class that I do once a month. And he, I mean, he's, he's an older guy and he's been doing this a long time. And we just kind of walked through his platforms and he was like, I don't really use social media that much. He didn't even really realize what he had out there. And we just kind of went through stuff and tried to get him up to date. And he's like, I know I need to use this, but I need to get everything up to date. So we did that first. And then he's got, you know, he's doing some trainings with our team internally and learning how to auto post stuff. But it, it depends on who they are because some of them, and they don't even have to be older, they have a way of doing business. And, and it may just be visiting real estate offices. They're not going to do marketing. They're not going to do any of that. Um, you know, I think it has to be what works best for you. A lot of people jump online, they jump on social media and they think, I'm going to set up all these platforms on every single one and then they don't use them. I think thing is figuring out where, where your, the eyeballs are that you're going to gain the most business from, where your real estate agents are, where are those people are that you want to connect with and spending your time on that on that place. And then, you know, teaching these guys, if you do this, the business can come back and just kind of walking them through the steps. But, you know, a lot of the older generation, they, they don't even understand how to set up a Facebook page. And so showing them how to do that and giving them training, I think helps them if they're willing to do it. But like you said, you know, not everybody's willing to tra- change. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think it's, you know, there's, there's that like kind of push pull mentality. It's like, do you push people to do things? No, you, you pull them in and you pull them in by showing them what the benefit's going to be. Right. And that's kind of circling all the way back to our discussion on auto posting. I see a lot of companies, um, you know, say, all right, let me just, let me handle this for you for a little bit and show you the results that come in. And loan officers, time and time again, I see are just so astounded. They're like, oh my gosh, people are reaching out to me. I had a loan officer just the other day tell me, you know, man, I, you know, I just started, my company started posting for me. And um, within a couple of weeks, I had three realtors I was connected to online, but never received a referral from, send me referrals. Just, I, I didn't have to do anything, right? And that's the power of social media. But now that guy, that gentleman um, as an older LO, is super invested in social media because we pulled him in, right? We helped yeah. him understand that this is an avenue for you to get business. And that's what, that's what it's all about. 
Um, so if you can show your LOs, hey, look, this is the there's a better way for you to do it. I don't, you don't have to be driving around to all the LOs office or all the realtor offices and bring them donuts. And by the way, we learned over the last 18 months that that's not always going to be the case, right? Um, or you're not able able to do that. This is a way to meet so many more agents in a very personal um, and intimate way um, and and kind of expand or you know scale your presence on, on online. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that 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 is true. I mean, they, you know, a lot of people had to get used to using Zoom videos, right? They were used to having that face-to-face -face and now they're like, okay, now I got to do everything for Zoom or Teams or whatever. And they're trying to get that, people to do that has been um, a challenge, especially for the older generations. They don't understand really how it works. So if you have a really good team that can train them, that is going to help them get to that next level and get them where they want to be. But again, you know, they have to be willing to want to do it. Some of them are just, I have a way of doing it. I'm going to do it that way. And you just leave them alone because if they're, why fix what's not broken, right? I mean, maybe going to those real estate offices, maybe that, maybe those real estate agents are older too, and they don't want to do Facebook. They just want to have a face-to-face -face with you and you're getting business from them. Who cares, right? It's, it's all a matter of, of, you know, what people are willing to do, what they want to do and um, to help make their phone ring. I love it. I, I I think we could end there, but I'll ask you one more question. Uh, any any last final thoughts or anything that you want to uh, share that we haven't covered yet? No, I mean I think you know we talked about a lot of different things. Um, you know, again, it's it's compliance is is a beast in itself, and um, there's a lot of risk to a company if they're not monitoring that. But you know, there's a lot of risk to not just the compliance element, but again, the phone ringing. You want to know what's out there. You want to know what's being said. I always, my always, my advice that I always give new LOs is again, Google search yourself, see what's out there, claim everything and respond to reviews. The other thing is the risk, which we didn't mention is when you're responding to reviews, remember, especially in the mortgage industry, you have to stay neutral. I stay neutral when I respond because the last thing I want to do is make them mad. And I don't want to say something that is going to become an issue. And there's, there's been LOs in the, in the, you know, in the past that have gotten fines because they'll say something like, why are you mad at me? You had bad credit and I helped you. And so you don't want to say anything like that. If you're communicating with anybody online, Facebook, if it's a review, anything, you want to get that person offline as quick as you can, because you don't want to accidentally say something that the whole world can see. And now you are in trouble and your company's in trouble. So guess we could end with that. That is wow. Yes. I couldn't have said any better, but what I will say is just stay positive. And, and yeah. you know, even if, even if you know, a hundred percent they're in the wrong, just say, thanks for your comment. I'm so sorry that we provide a bad experience. Like, yeah. And you know what? You have to look at it like this. You're speaking to future people and people want to know what it's like to, to um, work with you and, and work with the business. And if you're, not answering your reviews or you're only answering your negative ones they don't care about that they actually want to know what the resolution is and everybody is going to get a bad review from time to time if you're getting a lot of them then you need to reevaluate but if you get those once in a while it actually makes it more authentic because you're never going to be able to please everybody but you want to stay neutral when it's negative and you want to acknowledge every review you got because it's for the public to see for that future business so they know you care about what others have to say about you and you just want to be able to offer the best service you can. So. Uh, I, wow. Let's end with that. Christina, thank you so much. That was so, this has been a really fruitful and fun conversation. 
I don't think anyone's, most people don't say that about compliance ever, but I love this. This was so fun. I learned a lot. I'm sure our, our, our um, listeners are learning a lot. So thank you for sharing your expertise, your knowledge, and just your wonderful uh, presence as well. Um, have everyone, uh, this is Mimic. Thank you and tune in next time and uh, appreciate you and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.